Welcome to today's episode of Let Me Be Brief. I am your co-host, Andy Rieger of J. Rieger & Co. Just Hi, got Andy Rieger of hi, J. Rieger & Co. Hi, interrupting Matt Basinger of SwellSpark. Uh, <laughs> we just got done taking a shot right before this one. The shot was not of whiskey this time. It was of juice because we're going to talk about grass. that in a second. Wheatgrass? Wheatgrass. Is that a thing? It is a thing. Okay. And it's healthy. Yep. We're in the Let It Fly Media Studios, as always, and we are joined by the Miss Lovely Jackie Wise sitting next to us. She is scolding us before the show, as always, and we love Jackie for it. Today's guest is someone that we know, we love. We drink a lot of his juice. Juice. We sometimes combine it with our whiskey or our vodka or our gin. You do, too. It's Chris Good. Chris is the creator of Ruby Jeans here in Kansas City. Chris is going to talk all about Ruby Jeans and what it is and what it isn't. And Chris, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Longest introduction record. You're setting all sorts of records today, Andy. Uh, Chris, thanks for being here, man. Uh, thanks for having me. Softball question get going. Tell us, what is Ruby Jeans? Uh, first, before I answer that question, this is it's an honor, you know, because I'm sitting here across the table from two gentlemen that, that I admire. Um, my dear friend Pepper down here to my right, um, my Dog. new friends, uh, Jackie and Tucker in the room. So I feel like I'm at home. So thank you for having me. Um, but Ruby Jeans, Ruby Jeans is a local, small family owned startup. Um, we make fresh juice, smoothies, performance shakes, healthy snacks, um, a full menu of healthy, gluten-free, vegan, or even protein options of healthy, fast, casual food. And we do it from 30th and Truce is our primary hub. Uh, we're inside of Whole Foods, a store and store concept in Brookside. We have a location that just opened two and a half weeks ago. Uh, on the, thank you. On the east side of Town Center Plaza at 11828 Row Avenue uh, in Leewood, Kansas. And then we have a location that we don't operate in Springfield, Missouri, a licensee location, okay. South National, also a store and store concept. Yep. So Ruby Jeans health foods, juices, but there's a lot more to it. Absolutely. Talk about the genesis, the beginnings, and the foundations of why it is, what it is, why you wanted to do it, and why you started where you started doing it. So what I told you is, you know, what we do, right? What we provide, what we offer. Um, the more important part for us, you know, is why we do it and how we got started. So to answer that question, I go back many, many years to 39th and Wabash, um, little tiny, maybe 800 square foot home. Um, my grandmother's home, who was Ruby Jean. Uh, my grandmother was a woman that, you know, she she loved us in a way that I've never encountered again. Um, she came from Vianne, Oklahoma, a little tiny, small town in Oklahoma. She was raised on this, you know, this idea of family and community. Uh, but at the core of that, it was food and that food was soul food. And so she brought that love of soul food cooking, that love of family and community to Kansas City to uh, experience life in the big city for her. And so she traveled to Kansas City, she started this family. Um, I'm the proud grandson of her. Um, but the, the ultimate part is that my grandmother, you know, while she was here on earth with us, she, she kept us together. You know, she, and the, the, the wild part is I look back, you know, she was poor. She didn't. She didn't have very much of anything to offer. But it never felt that way. Um, there was always an abundance of food, uh, and certainly an abundance of love. And unfortunately, when she was 61 years old, uh, she died primarily from type 2 diabetes. 
And my grandmother had, you know, if you can't tell by the way I talk about her, she made this profound impact on me without a ton of words. She wasn't a person of many words at all. She would give you a look, you know, and you kind of knew like, oh, maybe I need to stop doing that. And so she commanded respect um, through love and just through who she was and the strength of her, you know, her being. Um, but when she passed, our family really became disjointed. It fell apart. And I had never experienced grief or, you know, death as a 14 year old kid. And it really struck me. It, it, it took me a long time to understand why she wasn't with us anymore. So I, at, at some point I said to myself, I said, you know, I'm gonna show people how amazing my grandmother was. You know, the, the superpower that she had of um, creating this, this, this sense of abundance, um, this magnitude of love without having anything. I'm gonna show people who she was and how she did that for my family. I didn't know what happened through Juice, but that's, that's where we are. So how did you get to the concept then? How did I get to the concept? So I got introduced to Juice by two friends in Los Angeles. So I'm just going to LA to visit, you know, I'm in between, I'm a catastrophe adjuster at this time. So I'm traveling the country from coast to coast. Roughly what year is this? This is about 20, this is 2009 ish. Okay. Um, that I take this trip to LA and it's just an off weekend for me. I'm going to hike and go to the beach and see the Hollywood stars and all the cliche Hollywood things we would do as tourists. And I get there and these are two guys that are from one Kansas City, the other from St. Louis. And so they, you know, we eat meat and potatoes and a lot of barbecue and heavy foods in the Midwest, especially Kansas City. And that's who they were. At least that's what I thought they were. So I get there and they're like, hey, all the pleasantries, welcome to L.A. You know, how was a flight, yada, yada, yada. Great. And then I distinctly remember Aaron, the driver, turning around and saying, oh, man, we forgot to tell you we're not eating today or tomorrow. And I <laughs> and I was like, uh, wait, what? Took my shades off and like, uh, excuse me? What do you mean you're not eating? You're not eating what? And they explained to me that they're finishing this seven-day juice cleanse. And I'm starting to think like, oh, these guys are kind of weird now. You know, like, <laughs> what What do you mean? You're not, you're not going to eat and you're just drinking juice? And I had no idea about fresh juice cleansing at all. And so they walk me through, and I still think they're weird. I eat. The next day, they sit me down. They're like, hey, man, we want to show you this documentary and tell you what we're doing. And it's called Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead. And it's the first one. And so I'm sitting there, and I'm watching this documentary in this little tiny apartment in North Hollywood. And it kind of dawned on me, this guy, he's a wealthy guy, CEO of an Australian company. And I won't go too far into his story, but ultimately had the best access to healthcare, the best doctors, but he was still struggling with his health. And at the core of it, he realized it wasn't the doctors or the healthcare system that could aid him in getting better. He had to do it on, on his own. And so he did his research and he landed on juice cleansing. So drinking, taking fresh fruits and vegetables, taking the liquid yield from them and drinking it. What he decided to do is do that for 60 days. Now that's, that's, that's nuts, you know, that's like very few people can actually do that. But he did it. And he drove across the United States of America and he talked to, you know, he'd meet a guy at a truck stop. And this guy's like got this loaded fried chicken platter in front of him. And he's going through the psychology of why these people pick these foods. Nevertheless, by the end of this documentary, 
60 days into drinking fresh juice and uh, fresh fruit uh, and vegetables in juice form, he was a different person different weight he lost a bunch of weight he had boils on his skin they were no more his blood pressure was in check his skin was brighter he was a different guy and so I'm sitting there and by the at the beginning of it I'm texting on my phone thinking like oh my god I just want to go to the beach you know like what are we doing by the end of it it really dawned on me that it was something profound that I was witnessing because this guy was able to change his life in 60 days, whereas my grandmother lived 61 years and never had that moment to say, oh, I need to take this into my own hands. She literally just ate herself to death. Um, and it just struck me like a lightning bolt. And I went home to Kansas City, came back to Kansas City, and I did a 10-day juice cleanse. And first four days was absolutely hor How? horrible. How did you do the juice cleanse at that time? I did it at home. So I had a- Bought your own fruit, processed bought, your own fruit. Bought my own cool. fruit, vegetables. That's a great question. Nobody ever asked me that. So I had a little Breville juicer and you know I'm just going through and the juice was disgusting and I'm four days in and it's terrible. So if you've never done a, a fresh juice cleanse, which I know you have, Andy, yep. Matt, you did it too. I did? You did. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's right, I remember. Um, it's tough. The first three, four days, your body is just like, what in the heck is happening to me? And so that happened to me. And I almost, you know, was like, oh, maybe I don't need to be this healthy. But I made it through the <laughs> 10 days and finished it out. And I felt amazing. And right then it clicked. I said, you know what? This is not bad. And I'm traveling for work. So I start going to juice bars across the country. There you go. That's the foundation. <laughs> That's the foundation. Chris, you pre Ruby jeans were not necessarily an unhealthy, I mean, you played college football, right? Yeah. So you weren't going from like something really, really bad to really, really amazing. You were going from already a pretty, pretty sustainable, I would imagine healthy lifestyle. Yes. Coming from an athletics world too though, like I look back at my time in college athletics, I'm like, dude, if I knew then what I know now, Man. life would have been very, very different. But that aside, you, you take this idea from a documentary and then you do a, your own juice cleanse with, as you said, terrible juices. I bet they were amazing. And what was that moment where you're like, this is a business. I'm going to make this, in, I, other people need to know and I'm going to be the guy to do it. Absolutely. And just to touch on what you said, um, I was a, you know, in theory, I was a healthy person. I was in shape. I was in great shape, better shape than I am now, ironically. But I was younger. I had a lot of muscle memory. It was just I would spend two to three hours in the gym, but I would eat whatever I wanted. And oftentimes in college, especially football, if you're undersized for your position, they're going to make you eat and lift weights until you get to the size that they want you to be. And that's not really sustainable or healthy. And so once I switched into understanding juice and like, oh, maybe, you know, I need to think about more what I put in my body, it was a whole different perspective. It was like adding um, true health alongside of fitness. Mm -hmm. um, but the, the point in which it became a, a business concept for me, I travel for work, so I travel 75% of the time as a catastrophe adjuster. And I might be in Tom's River, New Jersey for three months, you know, and come home one time in between if that's what it called for. Or Scottsdale, there was a, a big hailstorm, or down in San Antonio, all over the country. And so I started going to juice bars at every place that I would go to, just as a consumer. I fell in love with it, it was easy, it tasted good to me, um, even when I came home. Where the 
the rubber hit the road and I said, you know what, this is something that I'm interested in. I had been to Minneapolis, Oklahoma City, Kansas City, and my last stop was Schaumburg, Illinois. And I was exhausted. And I was four days away or so from going home for a week. And I just couldn't get wait to get home. I got into this residence inn late at night and I'm sli I'm restless that first night I get in and traveling as a catastrophe adjuster is a nightmare. So you've got like this ladder you travel with, you've got a printer and laptop bag, you still have all of your clothes and tools. It's, it's unbelievable. And so doing that in four cities in a matter of three weeks, I was just spent. And so I found myself um, restless that night and I woke up and I couldn't remember where I was at. I had to jog my memory and think like, what city am I in? And that was a, a light bulb moment, kind of a breaking point. And I said, oh, <laughs> this isn't sustainable. I, I can't do this forever. Um, and I started asking myself in that moment, and I'm a man of faith and I'm, you know, I'm talking to God and I'm talking to myself like, all right, well, what is it? You know, I wanted to play for the Chiefs. That didn't work out. You know, I, I'm doing well from where I come from. I own my own property. I everything's okay on the surface what why are you not content and it was just this burning question that I asked constantly that night what do you want to do Chris what do you want to do like what is it that makes you you know excited happy I had fallen in love with juice I had started to shift the ideals of my family you know like oh mom maybe we need to stop eating fried chicken that's just something we should just stop doing and they were annoyed by it, I mean, very annoyed, you know, show up to Thanksgiving and you're judging people's food choices. It's just not a good look, especially in a black family anywhere near the South. It's like, I was the annoying guy, but <laughs> I'm I glad Andy is the annoying guy at this table. He, because we can all agree on yeah, that. We can, yeah, we can. Yeah, I'll just take yeah, it, it's fine. Fair. Uh, <laughs> love you, man. But the um, the thing that I, that I recognized was that I loved uh, encouraging people to be healthy. I love the way I felt as a healthier person. Um, you know, fitness and health started to become this thing that just, it just felt great to me. And I love juice bars and I love my grandmother. So I'm throwing all these things around like, man, juice and health and people and juice bars and grandma. Wait a minute. What? You know, you, you have those, and I know you guys do it. You have to, even as you, you know, you go through your brands and you get an idea, you kind of toss it around in your head. So I'm tossing this around in my head. And um, it was like, it was just a spark. Um, was it a swell spark or a, like an it average It was spark? a swell spark that hit me in the heart. <laughs> I mean, gross. like a jolt, right? <laughs> and it was like, start a juice bar and honor your grandmother. And I popped up out of the bed and I'm like, oh, wait a minute, juice bar, yeah, I mean, I got, I've, I've been getting these menus, I've been taking these pictures, I look on Yelp at all these different places, and I've been to juice bars across the country, and I'll start pacing the room, and I'm like, oh man, like, whoa. And so I'm one of those people that's like, I'm all in or I'm all out. And so I go all in. Um, I'll stop there. <laughs> no, it, 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 it's great. So you have this light bulb moment that, you're gonna do Ruby Jeans. Yeah. And well, we, it wasn't in that light bulb moment, I didn't know the name. Sure. The first name was not Ruby Jeans. Yep. It was it was pretty bad. Um it was 
Well, I won't tell you. Go ahead. And, and, <laughs> and Chris, just leading in. Healthy I think, drinks, LLC. Honestly, I think you're gonna you're gonna be our first two episode person because your story is amazing, and and I don't want to cut you off, but we're running up to the end. And so, okay. one of the things that I I think is, you know, I, I'm I've been in Kansas City for twenty some years. Andy's a Kansas City kid. Um, when when you think Juice Bar in Kansas City, you think Overland Park, you think Leewood, you think yuppies, right? You, you don't necessarily think truced. What made you decide that you wanted to do a juice bar, but specifically that you wanted to do a juice bar in a largely underserved community for health food? You know, the, the first thing that brought us to 30th and Truce, um, it was actually the, the very first time we started at Truce, we only had about 100 square feet in this very just, you know, kind of a um, hodgepodge commissary kitchen uh, outfit. And so we started cold pressing our juice with this tiny little juicer that I bought secondhand from these guys in California. And so we were cold pressing our juice from 30th and Truce in the back just as a commissary user. Um, that was the first time I was introduced to the building. The first time I got introduced to the idea of actually taking our business into that, that space was through our broker. The broker says, hey, this commissary user is looking to get out of this building. There's some conversations going on. They thought it would be a great space for Ruby Jeans. I disagreed. Initially, I said, uh, I don't know, you know, I'm, I'm from here. Uh, I went to daycare as a low-income kid right across the street. I know this area. Juice, truce, ah, doesn't make sense. That's, that was my, my, my knee-jerk reaction. That's just in 100% honesty. And then I rested with it, and I said, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So you have the opportunity to do something that's never been done in an area that you can call home, in an area that is three blocks away from the, the, the linen factory that your grandmother labored in for a, a low wage, right across the street from where you went to, to daycare as a low-income kid, blocks away from where you grew up and where your grandmother's home still sits, and you're gonna say no? Oh, and so I turned it around and I said, absolutely, this is exactly why we exist. This is exactly where we should be. And if we don't do it, it will never happen. And so we did it in 2017, November of 2017, almost five years ago, we started what is the only ever 100% health conscious business on the east side of Kansas City in the history of our city. Mm -hmm. And so it you know, was started as um, hesitation uh, has, I mean, it's, it's been a 180 to where we stand today. Well, on the next time that we have you back to the show, I know there's a lot of really exciting things in the queue for you. Um, but I'm eager to learn more about your entrepreneurial journey more specifically to Ruby jeans, what it's looked like to talk with banks like Emprise, what it's looked like to grow in that community, what it's like to learn how to do business. Cause yeah. you and I know, Andy knows, not everyone, uh, it's not for everyone. And so uh, thank you so much for having time on the show today. Do you have anything else, Andy? I don't want to cut you off. No, man. this is just, I, I think that for the listeners, we're going to re-interview Chris again in about three, four months. Once he really gets everything settled even further, we're filming this one right now in March of 2020. And 
it's kind of cool being able to sort of see a story and we talked so in depth about the idea behind the the startup of it because it is such a different business than anything that we've ever even interviewed anybody on and the next time this was easy for you today <laughs> next time it's going to be tough because we're going to ask about r business stuff and not the <laughs> feelings of the startup and how we actually got to the point of deciding business. So today you get a free pass. All right. Next time you better study up because oh, okay. it's going to be tough. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on behalf of uh, Emprise Bank, Let It Fly Media, Jay Regan Co. Distillery, and Swell Spark, Chris, so encouraged by you, man. So encouraged by what you're doing. And uh, you. I know our readers. Our listeners, our viewers are excited to learn more. All right. So, thank you so much. Good luck with, uh, with the Leewood opening, uh, grand opening, opening week, month, all that. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you.